GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Please, you can kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to Welcome to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and joining me this week is, of course, Sphinx. This is Sparta! <laughs> and Hovercraft Joe. What is up? I don't have a catchphrase to yell. Well, that's okay. Uh, and we have a, a very eh, mildly special guest with us today. I am very mild. <laughs> Mild, yes, very, very mild special guest. Uh, Chops is here. That's me. Hey, Chops. And I just want to say thanks for having me. And I offered to control the sound before the episode started. <laughs> you know what? Offer we'll, was refused. That's what you get. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> no one's going to know. We're going to be talking. We're talking about it right now, and no one's going to have any idea uh-huh, of what uh-huh. we did. There's uh-huh. no way in hell you're fixing this. It's in not, post. He's not getting fixed. You have forced me to fix things in post now. <laughs> but you're not going to fix that. Yeah, I, I, I have to. Yeah. I kind of think you're not going to either. Yeah, I don't think so either. Don't you know what? <laughs> Fooey on all of you. <laughs> all right. Okay. We'll prove us wrong, uh, I guess. So, the movie we are doing today. As you can tell from our awesome opening. Yeah, if you can't tell from the song, then leave. Ooh! Yeah. Ah! Ooh! Slaughter! <laughs> Sparta! <laughs> We're doing a few good men. <laughs> <laughs> it's Apocalypse Now. Uh, <laughs> Hoo-ah! It is 300. Which came out on March 9th, 2007. Oh, it's my no, that's right. not my birthday. And, and the song <laughs> is it your birthday in July? <laughs> no, it's no, that's September. my birthday. <laughs> September. In July. Oh, anyway. But the song, I just want to let you guys know, was from the Swedish power metal band, <laughs> Sabaton. Okay. From Falun, and their main lyrical themes are based on war, historical battles, and acts of heroism. I feel like Deadlight's got to be all over this, right? I doubt it. <laughs> I don't really oh. doubt it. He hates history. Uh, <laughs> not everyone's perfect. <laughs> so, um, yeah, 300. Chops? Yeah. <laughs> you and I saw this together in the theater. Please, tell me, because I don't remember. <laughs> really? Well, you're surprised by that? Well, no, never mind. Yep. We saw it with uh, Brian. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I remember we had a thorough good time about oh, it. Oh, I wasn't sure you were going to say there. I thought you were going to say threesome. <laughs> afterwards, <laughs> we had afterwards, we had something thoroughly with, good time. We had, uh, we had something with three in it. They were right? going along with the theme <laughs> we had of the a, Spartans. Yeah. I was going to say, I guess we're just tying into the Spartan theme Someone here. did lose an eye. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what that means. Oh, God. Uh, there were a lot of piercings. Uh, oh, no. We saw this at the theater. We did. Nice. Yeah. It's a good time. Sure. <laughs> I remember when the, when it ended, you asked me all sorts of questions about. Oh, uh, like if it was actually historically accurate? Yeah, and I told you kind of. <laughs> I looked up on the movie about all the inaccuracies. There's quite a bit. Oh, there's a lot. But it'll be fun to discuss today because mm-hmm. I'm going to. I just hate this, you know. I'm, I'm going to really nerd this episode out. Um, I recently just came back from Greece, actually. Mm. Oh, mute button. Um, <laughs> Shoot. Know, my, my wife and I were able to spend 10 days out there, and it was absolutely fantastic. Nice. And uh, being a Greek myself uh, and being a history lover and a history major, um, I always 
was attached and, and gravitated towards uh, the the classical periods of ancient Greece and Rome. So I do oh, have a sh- great deal. <laughs> Please let oh, me know if I oh, do start sh- to. Oh, you're still exactly. Oh. Let me know if it gets too rough. But I do have lots of fun things to share with everybody today. Good but, to know. But LPJ or Hovercraft Joe, any first memories we of this film? We saw it in the theater. Yeah, I remember seeing it in the theaters. I remember, I remember it being like a big deal, like excited to see it. Yep. Um, I mean, I this is one that I I owned, so when we decided we were watching it, it was like, oh yeah, I got that you know DVD, mm-hmm. so it was easy to pull out and, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's yep. I, I I we saw it in the theater, and then I might have seen part of it one other time after that. I have not seen it since we saw it in the theater, chaps. I I don't even know if I've seen like maybe so like little clips I've on, seen. I since, think it's been but... on TV, maybe FX quite a bit, uh, yeah. but obviously heavily edited. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've seen it a few times since since then, but it's been a while since my last viewing. Yeah, I hadn't watched it in a long time when I before I watched it for this episode. Well, it came out in two thousand seven, so like that was yeah. twelve years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's directed by Zack Snyder. Which is a huge name nowadays, uh, for good or bad, depending <laughs> on how you feel. For bad, I feel like. Yeah, that. at this point, it's bad. Yeah, but but he had some good stuff around this time. Did he now? Um, did you say titty now? <laughs> did, you said too. did did he now? <laughs> titty now, not titty now. <laughs> oh boy. Oh god. I mean, I don't know. I feel like when I look back at Zack Snyder's filmography, I feel like it's more duds and hits. It is. Well, it, had, it's it's City, upsetting right? well, as since, you get. Yeah, he did Sin City, yeah. which I liked. <laughs> he had and Dawn they, of the Dead in 2004. Dawn of the Dead. Wait, yeah. he did he he direct? He, did, he didn't direct Sin City. No, but he had he he did writing. I think he was, for that didn't he? I think he produced it. Didn't he? No, no, he didn't, because Robert Rodriguez no, he, yeah. and... He didn't no, direct it. Frank Miller directed it with conf- Robert Rodriguez. You guys are confusing your Frank Miller adaptation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Because this is an he adaptation. Did, he did, yeah, he did Dawn of the Dead before this. He had Wat- this. Watchmen. And then after Watchmen. this, he did Watchmen. What was that movie we saw together, LPJ? Oh, that- Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, Sucker Punch. Yeah. That movie was garbage. You're missing one really big one. Uh, what? Man of Steel? No, Legend of the Guardians, The Owls of Gaul. Oh, The Owls of Gaul. He did that? He definitely did direct <laughs> wow. that. Weird. Yeah, he's oh, done all man. these DC movies yeah. as of late for Man of bad. Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Justice yep. League, all yep. those stinkers he did. Yeah. Yep. Which, I mean, you can kind of tell. I mean, based on the aesthetic of the movie we're here to talk about, it kind of he, translates into a yeah, lot that's of kind of his jam. He was a producer on Under the Hood and The Tales of the Black Freighter. Wow, here's those a shorts from The Watchmen. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was executive he, producer. Here's a weird pop quiz for you. Oh, I'm sorry. Pop quiz, hot shot. How many children does he have? Four. Well, I feel like because I, I feel like one of them recently passed. One did. But eight. Maybe. He has eight. Oh, wow. Yeah, <coughs> okay. Four are adopted, but he's got eight. Huh. Good on him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any to... other great facts you want to share about him? No, that was about it. Sounds I was just looking good. through the rest of his uh, films, but we pretty much like hit them all, actually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There you go. Um, he did the screenplay for it as well, though, uh, along with uh, Kerr Johnstad, I got, Michael Gordon. Uh, and then, yes, it is based on the... Um, Graphic novel. Thank you. Graphic novel by Frank Miller. By Frank Miller. Have uh, Chops or LPJ, have either of you ever read the graphic novel? I, I have not. I've not. I heard I've, it's a shot-for-shot shot make of the of the. Yeah, comic, I heard though. it's very similar. Yeah, I've never read it either. I mean, I've... Yeah, but I... I yeah. I'm I remember not, seeing that... I think some of the visuals are... Yeah. I'm not a... I, I guess I can't think of mainline Frank Miller comics that I would have read. I can't think of any off the top of my head. I've read some of his stuff, but none of his, like, 
more like creator stuff. Like I've read like some of his Daredevil runs, yeah, some, some of his Batman, like Year One Batman's, Batman. like classic. Oh, I did read that. Yeah. So there's some of when he was writing more mainstream comics that I've read, but none of his like I've never done Sin City or this or yeah. something. Yeah. And he's what? a darker, grittier writer. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of very reflective in the movie for sure. Yep. Yeah, but that's what gives this movie too. Like I think one of the things I love about this film is the look of it the aesthetic oh yeah it has a very yes it definitely has a very i mean it's uh. it's sin city before sin city no this was after sin, sin city, city was before this it was oh really five yeah, yeah. Oh, they okay. they took that <clears throat> they took that template because it, they they wanted to make the move this movie look as much like the comic as possible yeah so they um used that chroma key technique with basically the whole film was shot on green screen, and Ooh. Then they digitally added everything in there. Pop quiz. Oh, okay. Pop quiz. Hot shot. How much of the film was filmed with green screen? Ten percent. That's right. Ninety yeah. percent of it was blue screen, actually, yeah. because they complemented the red better because the green was too shiny. Oh. It's true. No, your chroma key, LPJ. <laughs> My apologies. God. <laughs> uh. Hovercraft, Joe, you got any information about some money here? Yeah, I'll get into some financials here. So the budget... Uh, well, man, not, 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 not yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, we'll keep going. One more. Seven more. Three uh, more. Yeah, I feel like money. I just want a jackpot or something. Uh, <laughs> so the budget on this was $65 million, which isn't, you know, a ton given the time it came out. Domestic gross, $210 million. <laughs> It's crazy. Yeah. Worldwide gross four hundred and fifty six million dollars. Yeah, it was a huge hit. Yeah, I didn't massive. realize that. That's gigantic. I for didn't realize it either. A sixty five million dollar investment to turn around with a worldwide gross of four hundred fifty six million. That's mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, it's just. And it makes sense that they just started handing <coughs> Zack Snyder like oh, huge yeah. properties uh, at that point. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. I'm sure that was his most successful film. Yeah, uh, I don't think. I don't, think, I don't know. Maybe one of the more recent I think Man of DCs. Steel might have been. Yeah, or, really? Or, or, I, would I don't think, know. Well, I guess mils a lot. I guess Aquaman is considered in there because he's a producer. I would of think it. maybe Batman but as Superman a, as a director more. that probably did. Yeah, you're you right. Think so? Batman Superman probably made more. Yeah, yeah. that um, movie sucks. So three of us saw that. <laughs> yeah. So three hundred came in tenth in the box office in 2007. So it was the wow, tenth highest grossing film. Yes. Yeah, you so, went the hell well, of a year. Four hundred million. Was you should well, know. Uh, well, remember the box office that we're talking about is just oh, the, the, the domestic box oh, office. Oh, so the two hundred. So two hundred ten million. Okay. okay. Still though, that's worldwide. It was seventh for the year. Oh, really? Okay. I looked up this information, so I'm excited for just to go down this. <laughs> so the top grossing movies of 2007, domestic. Yeah. <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> any any stabs at the top three? Oh, seven. Yeah. Um, Spider Man three. Number one. Number one. Oh, God. Um, it gets worse. Was um, uh, yeah, was one of the, the X-Men Sith? movies? What's that? One of the X-Men movies? No. No. But there is another movie that's part of a franchise. One of the Star Wars movies? The no. third part of a franchise. Yeah, was it the third Star Wars? No. 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 It's a third part of a long-running book series. Oh, oh, Harry Potter? Harry Potter, yeah. Prisoner of Azkaban? No. Oh, Hunter Grames. No, no Order I'm... of the Phoenix. What was, what was it? All right, just toss. I have as the second. Uh, I have Shrek the third. Oh, the yeah, third. That's right. Shrek. yeah, that's the bad one. Ugh. And then I have number three as Transformers. Okay, oh, so that's I, right. I get it mixed up with the worldwide. Yeah, the worldwide Harry Potter did way better. Yeah. Uh, than the rest of those. 
Yeah, and my numbers are domestic, so. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Which is so weird, Shrek the Third. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I mean, those movies are huge. I know, it's just, it's just weird, the fan, like the, oh, yeah. it's a kid's movie too, like, you're going to hit a larger audience, but just Shrek the Third. <laughs> Yeah, I guess Disney had an off year in 07, huh? They didn't have any of those. Well, yeah, uh, they they didn't. I don't feel like Disney didn't quite become the juggernaut they are, you know, till yeah, more. Iron recent. Man would have right. been the next year, right? Oh wait, oh wait, yeah. 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 Well, the, really, the the best superhero movie that came out that year was the Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> God, I forgot that movie existed. <laughs> yeah, you should look up the movies that came out that year because also Born Ultimatum came out that year as well. Yeah, oh, all right. They were I, when I was going through that list, there were a lot of. I was like, oh, I remember 2007 pretty well. <laughs> yeah, right. I saw a lot of movies in 2007. Um, and just and this isn't really the money stuff, but uh, Rotten Tomatoes score on this of 60 percent. Wow, an, that's with, low. Yeah, lower than I, I was kind of surprised too. Uh, and an audience score of 89 percent. Yeah, that makes sense. So that that's more aligned with what I thought it would be. Sure. I would have still thought critics would have been maybe 75, 80. No. But. Yeah, I was I was a little surprised. I thought it was kind of low when I looked it up. I didn't actually like go into some of the reviews and see what people said about it, but I, I, no. I did. I was surprised. I thought it would be a little bit higher. Oh, interesting. But I don't remember when it came out. Sometimes with these movies, I remember kind of reading some of the reviews and stuff when it came out, so I, I don't for this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do we want to go right into, though, net worths? Uh, we'll, we'll, cast missing something? Yeah, we'll go through the cast. Okay. And then do you we'll have a lightning round? Oh, yeah. Oh, let's do a lightning round. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Good call. Man, our guest had to remind us of our own. <laughs> yeah, I'm the most professional one here. It's okay. Pretty much. All right. You guys ready to roll? Oh, yeah. All right. Question number one. How many days did it take to film the 60 movie? days. All right. Number two. Weapons in this film were used in two other movies. Troy and, Troy and uh, the I'm other gonna, film that him, was right here. Troy he and the Great. Alexander. Alexander. <laughs> Three. How many gallons of fake blood was used? Ten. Two. Two. Ah. What was the um? This was the highest-grossing R-rated film until Deadpool. Deadpool. Okay. Number five, how many times is Sparta or Spartans said? Uh, 30? I'm going to say 50. 86. You're the closest. 72. Good Lord. <laughs> how many fake piercings are 33. on jerseys? 33. And then That's finally, so how long did it take each day to put on Andrew Tarkas' hunchback makeup, it was five hours. Yeah, winner! <laughs> I got two more to add to that. Oh, oh shoot. shit. Should we get the mu- music going? Oh, oh, no. That's the wrong music, but I guess it kind of fits. What was the total body count? 585! Yeah! All right, last. Uh, I, got a, I got a last one. How many helmets were made for Gerard? 300. Butler? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, was it like 15? No. Close. 16. Close. 17. 17 it was. <laughs> 17 there different helmets go. made for him. Wow. Crazy. What a lightning round. Yeah. Good questions, both of you. Good job. That actually killed all of my pop quizzes. <laughs> Perfect. That's why you knew all the answers. That's what you get, yep. jerk. <laughs> Guess how many? Research. Well, so you guys are going to get in the cast. I'll wait for this to comment. Okay. So let's go through the cast. Uh, I have, uh, obviously, our, our boy uh, Jerry, Jerry Butler. Butler. Yeah. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry Butler. Gerard Butler. Jerry loves being called. 
<laughs> Jerry Butts. Jerry Butts. Uh, Jerry Butts. Olympus has fallen. Uh, uh, playing King Leonidas. I'm probably gonna butcher all these names, so you guys are gonna have to help me out with them. No, Spinks is gonna help you out with them. Yeah, can you give this, us is, the, this is the uh, only yeah, time you, you I can actually yeah. can be you, the professional. Can you here? give us the Greek pronunciations of these? Yeah. So Leonidas is not at all how you're supposed to say it. It's yeah. Leonidas. That's oh, how you're supposed to say it. But yeah. But in the film, they call him Leonidas. Just like Adidas, right? <laughs> Anyway, uh, so then uh, Lena, Lena Hetty, yep. Le- yep. Okay, playing Queen Gorga, yep. Gorgo, who is famously Cersei Lannister Cersei. from Game of Thrones. Yep, that's what I said, right? Um, I said Cersei. Oh. And I, if I'm missing anyone, guys, feel feel free to jump in. I have uh, David Winham as Dilios. Yep. Okay. Dilios. Good. There we go. Uh, Dominic West as Theron. 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 Yeah. Yep. Okay. Theron. Thank you, guys. Uh, Michael Fassbender as Steel- Michael Fassbender. Fassbender. Yeah. As What'd Magneto. You said Fassbender. As Whatever. Ma- as Magneto? <laughs> wait, wait, Magneto showed up? <laughs> that would uh, be great. As, uh, <laughs> Stelios? Stelios? Stelios. Yeah. Okay, thank the you. The hell was actually pretty similar. Yeah, and uh, Rodrigo Santoro Santaro as Xerxes. Yep. yep. That's who I have on all my... Uh, I don't know if there's anyone I missed you think should be added. Um, no, I don't think there's I anybody have. that I recognize I mean, else. There's other, like, you know, like Vincent Regan as a character actor. Tom Wisdom as a character actor. Um, Stephen McHattie is another character actor. Uh, other than that, it's just a bunch of other character actors that, that appeared. Oh, uh, Robert uh, Melier, who is the giant. He plays the giant in, like, the Sherlock Holmes movie. He's oh, in a bunch. Yeah. Of, he plays, like, it's that kind of character. The Sherlock's home movie? He's a <laughs> the really, really Holmes tall movie? guy that he fights. Oh. I, don't, I don't remember that either. So. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, so let's do the net worth, son. Right. Here we go. All right, let's. <laughs> you can stop now. Why are you playing it so many times? Because <laughs> he's being a jackass. I enjoy it. All right, let's start with uh, Dominic West. What do you guys think for Dominic West? Ooh, uh, he does a lot of TV. Uh, Five okay. million. I'm gonna say fifteen million. I'll say seven. Uh, Twelve million. Okay. So, uh, what about uh, Lena Headey Headley? She's Ooh. probably making bank She's right making now. Bank. Yeah, I'm gonna say fifty million. I was gonna say fifty, so I'll say sixty. I'll go with 85. Uh, it's fine. You know, you guys are all high. Oh. According to what I found, and who knows? Remember, the internet's not all end-all, be-all, but it's only $9 million for her. Oh, that sucks. So, But, I mean, that's still that's still pretty good. Wasn't that, ca- wasn't that cast making like half a million an episode? They, the for end? the last season, they made 500000 per episode they were in. Yeah. Oh. But they so only did like six episodes. episodes. That's so. true. That's true. Uh, so, Michael Fassbender, what do you think for him? 26. 30. Uh, I'm gonna say forty million. Thirty million. Way to go, Sphinx. Uh, and then finally, Jerry Butts. <laughs> Jerry Butts. Jerry I bet he makes Butts. more money than we think. Okay, I don't think he. Does. I'm gonna say a hundred million for Jerry Butts. I'm gonna what? Go, no way. I'm gonna go thirty million. Okay. I was gonna say like fifteen. Thirty million. The uh, chops. There you go. Uh, He's oh, got so much butts money. Oh, and I don't, I don't really know who he is other than this movie, but I do have David Wenham on here as well. Okay. He was, uh, he's in one of the Lord of the Rings. Yep, and he's also the, uh, the bad guy in Iron Fist. I'll just say five who, million. Who does he play in in the five, movie? Five, okay. In in what Lord of the 300. Rings? Oh, in three hundred, he's the uh, he's St- he's uh, Delios. The, he's the, the, the narrator. narrator. Oh, oh, him. Yeah, his yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have a guess on his net worth? Uh, Sphinx said I'll, five. I'll say seven. Uh, let's go with three and a half. Three million, so pretty okay. close. Right. So that's all I got. Cool. All right. So what is this movie based off of there, Sphinx? <laughs> so besides this the comic film is based on true events three thousand years ago. 
Um, when the earth was made, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, which By is lizard people. When yep. the Persians, who come from the Middle East, Persia, they were the largest empire on the earth at the time, they decided that they wanted Greece. So they invaded, actually 10 years prior... They invaded. You're giving um, us our, your teacher voice. Let's let's jazz yeah. it up a little. Let's bit. make it fast. Come on. So in the year 490, <laughs> there was the famous Battle of Marathon. There we go. Where the Athenians first were going against the Persians, and they successfully defeated them. Okay. So the Persians were really pissed about that because they had previously never lost. They conquered areas all the way from almost Greece to India and included Egypt as well. So they had a huge amount of land and territory, never lost. They lose this battle marathon. They're pissed. They want revenge. And so the year 480 comes and there's a second invasion. So what's different from the film is the film makes it look like the Spartans were kind of leading the way the whole time and wanting to fight against Persia when really it was a league of all of these city-states in Greece that got together and decided this is what we're going to do. Because so they were getting slaved by the Persians, right? Well, they, it, you know, what we saw in the beginning of the film is, is yes, the, the Persians wanted to conquer Greece and make it part of their empire, empire, right? So the Spartans are like, we'll handle everything on land. Athens, which is famous for its navy, they're going to handle everything on the sea. So the original plan was the site of the Battle of 300 is Thermopylae, okay, which actually means hot gates, hot which gates. is referenced with the hot film. gates. Get hot your hot gates. gates. Steaming hot gates right here. And so it was to simply like slow down what was going on so that the Athenians could get their ships ready and they were going to blockade um, the Persians the from coming in at the same time. It successfully worked, so the delayed time and the loss of the battle on land led to the Persians heading south into Athens, but then the Persian ships had issues with weather and everything else, and then the Athenians wiped them out in the Battle of Salamis uh, just a few months after Thermopylae, and Xerxes shoved his ass back home, scared. Uh, they left one of the generals, who was Greek, that wanted that was working for the Persians. He had one last attempt to, to battle, and that was at the end of the film. Plataea was that final battle, okay. and the Greeks fucking annihilated the Persians that one year later. So they actually were able to get all the Greeks together to fight the Persian army, and they drove them out and drove them out for for good, pretty much. Wow. So. That's kind of what happened. Okay, so that's 300. Uh, let's <laughs> I, write this thing. Oh, that's kind of essentially is. I, I actually... I, it I, is very similar. I mean, uh, I would say, I think that Snyder was pretty close on things, but... No, I was just going to say, I, I, I like your recap of it. I, Thank actually, you. I, I, I was impressed because that was all... He wasn't looking at anything. He, he taught that. He used to teach that. No, I never taught this. You didn't? No. I thought I, you did. I was impressed. Sphinx. No. Our world history classes that we teach is like after the fall of Rome. Oh, really? So, oh, okay. Yeah. No, I just I'm super nerdy about this stuff. So <laughs> well, you did teach history, so it's yeah. But I mean, when when it comes to to connecting the film to what happened in reality, I I think that obviously it's a movie, and you have to realize that they're not going to historically be accurate. And since this is based on a graphic novel, I mean, I was happy that that he had some of the information right. You know, it doesn't have to be a perfect, historical, accurate movie. It's just like when movies are based on a book. You know, it's never right. exactly yeah, it's like adaptation. that. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's what still makes me enjoy this movie a lot. Yeah, what what I works. what I saw basically said it's like yeah, the graphic novel wasn't really that accurate, and then the movie is like 
not even as a- accurate as the graphic novel was. Yeah. I mean, like, for instance, you know, we, we see throughout the movie, like, what the Spartans are wearing. Like, that's not, I mean, that's They're just. not wearing Speedos. Right? That's just <laughs> to show off. Yes. You know, those physiques, which, I mean, that's. Which Sphinx, those guys are Sphinx fu- couldn't uh, get enough of their bodies. Huh? <laughs> Listen, yeah. those that's guys, why I went to Greece. Egg that's right. That, that, I was I was looking for. Uh, he went to Greece to see that Foss stuff in person. Uh, he wants to wash his pants on those abs. <laughs> I was looking for Jerry Butts. Ooh, <laughs> they were, I mean, they, they, that was that was impressive though. Oh yeah, right. Like they're fucking ripped. Because yeah, what did they say? Spell. They had to go through like it was it like an eight week like in, like Butler, intensive like training program. I think to get he said ready he worked out like four hours a day, and they said every day was a different type of training. Training. Yeah, so yeah. they never repeated and, the same and yeah. stuff. And what was nuts is that training was like viral for like say like when we worked at Best Buy, uh, people were talking about like the Spartan workout and like all that stuff and wanting to, to do that whole regimen was just like well even stupid. today they still have those what is it the Spartan races Spartan race. or yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 where like they literally like beat the shit out of you while you run a five k. <laughs> yeah. Which and that is very accurate to what the Spartan lifestyle really was too. I mean they really did get cutthroat. Yeah, a lot of that done. Like I, in the beginning of the film, when like if if a baby did not look right or there was some sort of deformity, the Spartans just fucking tossed I, them. I did read that the line that she uses where uh, either return, yeah, on come your, back, yeah, come, come back, back with your, your shield or on it, yeah, it was an actual phrase used. Oh, yeah. by Spartans. So on our on our vacation, one of the spots we visited was Idra, which is an island, right? You know, it's maybe like three hours from from Sparta that exists mm-hmm. today. And that's actually the motto of their flag. Oh, wow. Is, yeah, that's come, cool. Come back with your shield around it. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. So it's still very well within. And I, oh. Uh-oh. Speaking of training. So according to my research, Leonidas was the only uh, Spartan king to ever go through the Spartan training. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason for that is he's actually the third brother. The third child of the previous king. That's correct. The first ki- the the first child uh, inherited the throne. The his his uh, the second child in the family was jealous and left, and then the first brother died, which left Leonidas to take over. But at that point, Leonidas had already become a soldier, and uh, had gone through all the training. Yeah. Didn't uh, so? Did you hit the pop quiz yeah, button there? The pop quiz? Where was the quiz? Yeah, you did hit the pop quiz button. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he just wanted to. Feel he he was like, "I got it. something I want to say, so I'm just going to hit the button so everyone will stop talking." You could have just raised your hand like I could. I think from now on, I'm just going to hit a button. <laughs> I was like, "You were talking," and I'm like, "Okay, where's the question well, yeah, on this?" <laughs> going. Is he going to say how many brothers do he yeah. have? Oh, oh no, 585. He didn't. He didn't. Yep. Nice. Seventeen helmets. Okay. <laughs> it was a great piece of factual information. Thank you for that. Thanks it's the only that. one I've got. Well, okay. So. Glad you spent. But it, it's a good point. I mean, Spartans were raised, like, and it mentions it in the movie. Their profession was to be soldiers. That was their entire life. So at seven years old, a Spartan boy was sent into pretty much school, but school was learning how to be a soldier, which included, as the film showed, like, learning how to steal, learning how to beat the shit out of other people. Like, that's what school was Surviving for them. Own, yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Which is, I mean, and like you said, you just said that's, like, basically what the opening of the movie is, is them kind of showing yeah. uh, Leonidas going through this process. And it doesn't, like, are we going to get deep into the plot, or are we using the history to kind of describe it? I, 
It's tough to say. Because like I, I mean, can just, I, we can just go into the I story. I think there, there's scenes we things. can talk about. Yeah. I mean, but the yeah. beginning of the film is kind of introducing what the Spartan lifestyle is. Yeah, right. it's, it's sort of talking the tone about here extremely well for the rest of the movie because it's got this like mysticism yet like brutal reality involved with the kid, the wolf, the environment, the the slow down and speed up of scenes. Mm-hmm. The, the whole mysticism, it's, the whole like. Spiritual, like oracles, and stuff. Yeah. I didn't get that part. Like, I didn't understand any of that garbage. Yeah. So, <laughs> and and that's where they're a little bit off from reality, uh, from from bit. what they did. Yeah. So, I mean, so they they mentioned these e fours that were like the ones that were the oracles, and that's that's not correct. E fours were actually like magistrates. They were like a check and balance to the kings. Which also in Sparta, there were two kings. There was not one, like you feel like is in the movie. You would have a king that would be responsible for fighting out of Sparta, and then you'd have a king that would stay in Sparta. Mm. Okay. So Leonidas actually was the king that would go out and fight. So that is accurate. Interesting. But there actually is, there's two kings always that exist uh, in Sparta. Yeah, they, they, they take some liberties, I think, overall to paint a picture of this harsh brutal world but also to to like that's the setup of those evors being like gruesome and disfigured helps set the tone for how pure and i'm gonna use this word but i don't like it perfect the, <laughs> the spartans look yeah you know they're honed weapons they're perfect babies everything else around them is gross or foreign and they, they kind of represent that that force that's that's going against it. Yeah, E4s were often um, looked down upon because they, being responsible for checks and balances, they like if the king did something bad, they were the ones responsible to call him out. Yeah. So like in the film, you know, he sends the 300 without permission and it would have been the E4s that have been like, you, you can't fucking do that. Like yeah. that's not allowed. So I think that's why that they're, they're painted that way. In terms of the Oracle side of things though, it's the Oracle of Delphi. That is, uh, which is a site that we actually visited on our trip, which was mm, oh yeah, you amazing. To show us? And <laughs> no, it don't. It's a podcast, but <laughs> but every time there was any any major battle or major decision, you would always go to Delphi, which is actually near Thermopylae, um, and you would ask this oracle, "How successful am I going to be?" And in real life, the story was that the Athenians had to like destroy a wooden wall, which wooden was representing ships. But then what the Spartans got from the Oracle was that a great general had to die. So mm. they didn't know what general that meant. We find out it's Leonidas or Leonidas. <laughs> um, but that's that's what the Oracle, the, the, the idea behind an Oracle is you would always go to it before a major battle or decision to find out what is your fate going to be. Because, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No. Because wh- how we're introduced to him here, like kind of after that opening we talked about, uh, the Persians send a messenger to Sparta uh, with essentially like, hey, we want you to surrender. Uh, and that doesn't go over too well. And you get that great scene where uh, Jerry Butts just like straight up boots that guy into that giant well and uh, delivers the famous Good old line. Spartan kid. Which, and that really happened. Uh, as the story yeah. is told, the Athenians did it and the Spartans did it. So they fucking kicked and shoved them right into the well when and, the emissary showed up. And it's nuts because that kick I see, and I don't know if it's because of the movie, but in a lot of MMA fights around that time, <laughs> there was a lot of Spartan kicking going on. Yeah, because that's when he utters the famous, this is Sparta. Yeah, this yeah. is Sparta! Which, their teeth are so white <laughs> that it's so easy to see their mouths open up. And I didn't know if that was visual effects messing them up or uh, them just with really good hygiene. 
Could be. Because after that, that's when he wants to go like full on war. Yeah. And that's when he goes yep. to visit those dudes mm-hmm. up the uh, mountain to kind of get them to agree to send. But they won't because of some like, is it some, is that like a real thing? Like the, the holiday or the holy or whatever they say it yeah, is? Yeah, but it's actually the Spartans that got busted for that. Okay. So back 10 years prior at the Battle of Marathon, the Athenians asked the Spartans for help, and the Spartans told them no because it's the festival of Apollo. Okay. And they are not allowed to fight during certain phases of the moon and whatnot. So the Athenians had to fight on their own against Marathon. Okay. And then it did get brought up, but in the opposite way here, mm. as they're saying that the Athenians weren't going to do it. The Spartans, of all the different groups of Greeks, they're the most religious. Okay. So they were. So I think it was maybe the council that said, no, you can't go because of this. No, it was, going the, on. it was the guys in the mountains. It was, it was the, the guys in the mountains. Yeah, it was the other city states. Yeah. yeah, the Arcadians. It was. Yeah, yeah, because they basically implied that those E fours are getting paid off by the Persians, right? right. Yeah. But then in reality, two dollars. <laughs> so the film makes it seem like it was just the three hundred that that did the fighting. There was actually seven thousand Greeks that fought at Thermopylae. Oh, well, okay. yeah, because the Arcadians met up with them. It's a yeah. The there were three city states that got together, and we do see some. Yeah, the you know the non-professional soldiers do show up. Uh, and he they did, really they really rag on those guys pretty bad too. They do, and <laughs> there was a lot of rivalry. So I'm sure that that's probably pretty pretty realistic even though he makes like a homosexual joke yeah which is yeah. funny because it is the spartans yeah. that were very <laughs> that's much what i did read they said that the it was like yeah yeah, yeah. so they so they meet up with the other arcadians at the hot gates right correct and they Jared butts at the and, hot gates and they build is that when they first build the wall with um rocks right or something like that yeah they're building one end for yeah, for like rocks for protection or whatever, because they want to force the Persians to go into that pass. Yeah, they want to funnel them into a enclosed right. area. Which, let me, can I ask like a macro question right now before we get to it? Because, okay, my understanding of the hot gates, it's like that corridor they walk through. Mm-hmm. And like, they're like, oh yeah, our plan is we're going to funnel the Persians into this pass because we'll be able to easily kill them in mm-hmm. this pass. But then it seems like they fight all the guys outside of that pass. That's exactly what they do. And they never, like, like, get them into the pass. And I'm like, well, wasn't your plan to lead them in there? Yeah, the warfare is not accurate okay. in the movie. <laughs> no. So when when they started in the film, they formed what they call the phalanx, which yeah. is where phalanx? you're... Yeah, phalanx, phalanx or whatever. It's where you're all lined up. That's the only way you would fight unless you were in retreat. That, Which clearly the Spartans are not retreating at any point. So in the like film. that that the first battle where they're all kind of lined up with the shields and like Correct. stepping when they all run against the shields and they're holding them back and then they're kind of like standing up and stabbing them. And That's stuff. how the entire battle would have gone for the three days. Okay, obviously that wouldn't have been very <laughs> it exciting. Have, it wouldn't have been an Hollywood exciting. Movie. Yeah, yeah. They, they said it, yeah. and I saw online that they they drastically changed up the fighting because it was more exciting. That, yeah, that was it is why. true though that you would have like your shield would protect half of you and half of the person next to you and then you would use the spears in between to Mm -hmm. stab which they accurately showed that correctly and then you would also have like a a sword on your side which is very true as well but again you would only use that during retreat when you're trying to get the hell out of there um but yeah for the film they just briefly showed the the beginning battle fronts as they really would have been and then you know, there's the one scene near the end where they're all like in that like little it's like a turtle yeah, shell, yeah, yeah, yeah. that turtle the shell, dome. and then Fastbender like shoots out or whatever it is. That is a great visual it is though. A that great like visual. it just looks like a dome of like shields yeah. of the Spartan shields, and you can see like the spears, the spears sticking out of it at like different points. That's that's really cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, plot wise, there's really nothing left. It's just 
watching this massacre of Persians being yeah. destroyed by these 300. Well, yeah, it's like no matter what they threw at them, the, the 300... Yeah. Cut elephants, and, rhinos. And yeah, and I think that's where the movie probably takes some of its like biggest liberties because it's like it's like you said, yeah. At one point, there's like a rhinoceros yeah. that they kill, and then elephants, which are like I feel like the elephants would have done better because they could have just like stepped on them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they might. I don't think there are actual elephants there. The empire would have had elephants. Yeah, yeah they're not, not going to bring elephants. I don't know where the rhinos ships, came from on ships and sea. No, they're not going to bring those. Also, them. at one point, they would have had to travel by land. I feel like at one point they show him fighting these guys who kind of look like wizards throwing bombs. So, yeah. Yeah. so funny story about They're that. They're the immortals. Black yeah. powder was not invented at that time. No. No, I, I think it's what... I think it's before even the they fight the immortals. I think it's in like that montage before yeah. they fight oh, the you're immortals. Right. Oh, you're where right. they have like the, the, they have kind of like yes. big tall hats and yep, like, yep, like right. veils yeah. almost, and they're throwing bombs and they're yeah, going no, into shields. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I confuse the immortals them, sorry. are the guys with like, the almost katana like short swords or whatever, and the weird devil mask that ho- that's supposed to. I think they said they have fangs or they like sharpen their teeth yeah. into points, and then the mask gets cut off or knocked off, and it's the same face. Yeah, I'm like, well, then what's the point of the mask if it's a face? It's exactly the same. Yeah, but I, I just, I don't know. I think the the choreography of the fighting scenes are amazing. Yeah, it's great. Um, again, you're, they're still keeping that color, that hue through the whole thing. Yeah, which they're is using great. red as a standout, yeah. and everything else is in dark grays or blacks. Yeah, and then the plume for Leonidas. I did read that normally they would all have plumes, yeah. but they kept just him so that you could focus on him during all the chaotic battles. Right, yeah, which makes sense, and I think that we're, that's actually used effectively, because you mm-hmm. couldn't always tell when it's him, because he's got yeah. that big plume. Yeah, right. So. I remember when we saw the film Two Chops, uh, when, when Xerxes first shows up, because, you know, they purposely make, make him, him gigantic. Yeah. gigantic, and he's just got this, uh, you know, just intense jewelry yeah. all over him. You know, it's, those it's upper humor piercing. He's, yeah. he's a pretty boy. Yeah, it's a, it's a humorous I, I gotta sight. say, with the movie, there's a couple things that didn't do didn't do it for me watching at home that the theater did really well mm. one of it was xerxes voice in the theater it's a lot more booming and bassy yeah. and it sounds really cool but at home it just sounded a little weird with that effect on it and the same thing with the guy in uh who is uh with with the glowing eyes uh, when he turns and he faces and he laughs at the camera and his eyes are glowing mm-hmm. i forgot what where what scene that was uh, but he's a really big, bushy beard. And that was another scene. He had that same kind of tone in his voice, too. Yeah. It just didn't do it for me at home. It, it's not like, fine on my TV. Well, I, it just didn't have the same effect. Like, yeah, I also have a very powerful yeah. system. Yeah, no, I, it just it didn't do it for justice yeah. as it could have in the theater. I guess they lowered his voice an entire octave down. Yeah, yeah I did see that. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. So... Just like uh, some of the like these earlier battles, some of the the visuals, the really striking stuff that like I remember from seeing the first time. There's that shot where they're kind of driving all the Persians back like off the cliff, and they're like retreating, and the Persians oh, yeah, are all the falling. Are, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. which is like I, like I feel like that has to be a panel like right from the comics. There are a lot Looks of the, like it was. Uh, so a lot so of it the, was. that was the the kick was directly like that angle uh, for like a high and tight shot. 
Yeah, there's a ton of stuff that was directly from the comics. And, a, and another scene in that early battle that I really liked is when all the Persian archers, when there's just like it literally blots oh, out I the love sun. That. And yeah. it's like they just all go under their shields, and it's just like the air. That, that's a really cool visual. The best really part like about that. that scene is when they move their shields out, and yeah. it's just like outlines of all of, yeah. all of them on the battlefield. Which and, is like, which is like, and you kind of get almost get a callback to that at the end of the movie when they do yeah. the same thing, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, not the same result, though, for the right. Spartans. And, and that is historically accurate as well the the persians were famous for their archery and then herodotus who's one of the greek historians that wrote about the persian wars you know said that when those when the arrows went up in the air it cloud it darkened the sky like there'd be so many what so it's kind of cool that they that they could show that image so well yeah yeah and i think in that scene i think it's uh i think it's fassbender and he's just like laughing while yeah Yeah, it's the guy next to fassbender and he gets pissed he's like why are you laughing he's like oh he said we fight fight in the the shade shade. he starts laughing some more i really like that visual the dialogue in the movie for the (coughs) most part of the spartans is pretty solid yeah Yeah. i thought it's punchy it's got humor but it's got weight to it and, and yeah, even it didn't the, seem cheesy. No, yeah. it didn't. It didn't and, seem cheesy. And I really liked the tension and the confrontation between Xerxes and, and Leonidas, yes. too, yeah. when the two of them are talking. Yeah. You can really get a sense of one is pride and honor, one is power and control. Like, you get that battle right there just looking at them. And, and you get that sense, too, that Leonidas is considering the oh, deal. Yeah. Because he offers them to be the warlord of all of Greece. Yeah. You know, and... and in all honesty, like again, going back to to the real <laughs> stuff, um, the the Persian Empire was really actually standoffish. Like they just wanted the territory and say it was theirs, and they would tax what they controlled, and that was it. Like the local areas were really allowed to kind of govern themselves. Like when it came to military, they would take the people away, and if you paid your taxes and your tribute every year, like they didn't care what you did. But it's still giving up that freedom. Yeah, and I and I and I like I'm not doing. And I like yeah, and I understand that was like the big crux is like they were free men. But in my mind, I was kind of like, especially at the end, I was like, it doesn't seem like that bad of a deal that you're getting from. You're gonna you're gonna be in charge of all of it. They're pretty much gonna leave you alone. We're not gonna kill all your people. But I get it. The whole point of the thing was like we're free men. We're not gonna bow to anybody. But I was in my mind, I was like, I probably would have taken the deal if I was (laughs) Leonidas. I gotta be honest. Yeah. And it was cool too, like we mentioned earlier, like when the giant shows up and they're oh. fighting that. <laughs> oh, I, his sword went through his a, arm. Yeah, it's a I, sweet fight. I have it listed in my notes as the Immortals Unleash Sloth. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what it was. Which, just a little behind the scenes, I couldn't remember the name of Sloth from the Goonies, so I had to Google like weird looking guy from Goonies <laughs> to remember what the name was. Oh, God. Yeah, and then when they start stacking up all those bodies in the wall, that was awesome. And the tree, the tree of bodies, that was great. City, that was really gross. They stacked, they stacked up all those dead Persian bodies into a wall just to push it over. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, there's also kind of we 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 glossed over it a little bit with the the plot for the the hunchback guy whose Mm -hmm. name eludes me. Fialtes. Whose basic thing is like he was one of those Spartan children that was like supposed to be cast away because he was disfor- disfigured, but his mother kept him mm-hmm. because she didn't want him to get killed. So they left Sparta and he kind of followed them. He had like his dad's shield and spear and he wanted to fight with them, but Leonice wouldn't let him because he couldn't hold up his shield and so he couldn't be part of their, their phalanx and stuff when they were yep. fighting with their shields. Yep. So he was pissed about it. Well, that was kind of sad, but also like. Well, it's not true in real life, so... Oh, really? Ephialtes was a real guy, and he did betray the Greeks, but he was actually from the Thermopylae area. He wasn't a Spartan. 
So interesting. But yeah, he he gave in to to Xerxes. He got a he got a bribe and all that good oh, stuff. Yeah. But and let him go. Just was it like, was uh, it the goats? What do you call the goat like, pass? The goat, the goat pass. pass. Yeah, yeah which, mountain pass. Yeah. I do like that little bit, and I read this that, that basically the the equivalent of like a bad uh, Sparta burn was that like at the end of that big final confrontation, he told the uh, hunchback guy, he's like, "Oh, I hope you live forever," because <laughs> yeah. like the the most glorious thing a Spartan can do is die in battle and have mm-hmm. like a glorious death. So he told him, "Oh, I hope you live forever," which is like a sick burn. Yeah, for it was a sick burn. I liked, Spartan. I liked that line. It was good. Um, and then it kind of leads to the final battle. Well, so then, they find you, out that... But you also have that political know. part going on back in town. Yeah. So you I have, that amounted to nothing. Yeah, that, Dominic that, West, right? It, 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 it amounted yeah. to nothing, and none of that is factual at all. Really? Like, I, I think they just did that to have maybe, like, a, a, a woman character it, it in the, the film. It followed the comics. I'm sure that was what it was in the comics. No, I think I read yeah. that they said that the, that whole subplot with her was not in the graphic novel that they added it. And I think they just needed... Oh, wow. They needed filler. But, like, they needed filler, but also the movie's not short. I mean, it's almost two hours, so it's weird that they felt like they had to put that in. Because I think you're right, LPJ, it doesn't really go anywhere. No, it doesn't do anything. No. Because it it makes... And and actually, you you originally think that she's, like, a strong Spartan woman, which Spartan women did have a lot of... You know, even though they were to stay home and make babies, that was pretty much it. They were still really respected and had all of that, which it started that way. Yeah. But then when she ends up letting the guy, you know, rape her pretty much. Yeah, it was uncomfortable. And then yeah. speaking in front of the council, there's no way in hell a woman would ever do that. And Spartan as well, you don't speak in front of the council. You just tell them what you're going to vote for, and they either shout yay or nay. Mm-hmm. Actually, they just shout, and whoever shouts the loudest shout, approves shout. it. Let it all out. Because it doesn't. So it, it doesn't, just it just didn't fit. Yeah. like anything at all. Like like every honestly, in my notes, like every time it cut to that stuff, it's like eh, more boring queen subplot. Yeah, yeah, it did, it didn't need to be there at all. Like yeah. if it was cut out, it wouldn't have mattered at all to the story. No, like because no. you get the impression that they didn't even change their mind till the one-eyed dude came back. That's and told a, that the was story. the only yeah. thing is that he rallies them at the end. But like if she yeah, if she didn't do anything and he came back and he said those same things, it probably would have been the same result. Which here's another question for you. And whatever, it's a movie, so that'll be your guy's answer. Uh, but he's telling the story to all of them. How does he know the end of the story when he's telling to him? He leaves before that final battle. So how does he know to tell him all the stuff about a, like? So that character <laughs> in particular bothered me in this movie. Dilios? Because he was a poet. He was essentially <coughs> a Greek poet. You should be like Homer or Herodotus. But, but dressed as a Spartan and then gets wooded immediately. And, and But the, Leonidas mentions that. He's, I, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I, he sends him back is I, because of your well use of verse. Exactly. I, I, and I understand that. And yes, it's a good trope for the movie, but the fact is like there, it literally goes from him telling the story at the city mm-hmm. and he's saying the same story and it's cutting to that one year later so like he's narrating yeah, two different points in history he's narrating his experience and an experience that he doesn't have so it's as a narrator thematically as in the story it just was it didn't make it didn't feel well, do anything for no me. what he what he's what what he what what um leonidas says to him is you know make it sound exciting yeah so it's actually we're true. not we're not seeing we're not in the movie that we're seeing is not the events that happened. The movie that we're seeing is the story that he's telling. All right. Okay. I, I guess you know I, I what? See that a I little guess bit. that helps a little bit. Yeah. And, and what I liked about it is that actually is pretty cool to like, you know, the 
stuff was not written down at this time. No, it's all word it was, of mouth. It was exactly, and that's kind of what they're trying to go with. Is is when he's talking and narrating the events of, of what's happening here, he's doing it in a in a Homeric, epic poem type of format, and I just I appreciated kind of how they did that. Yeah, because essentially the what you find out at the end is the entire movie is just a flashback. Yeah, that's true. So the end of the movie is them getting ready to fight this last battle and it's um you know 10,000 10, Spartans to me yeah. it's just it's i don't know it, when i think of it holistically like okay he's talking about Leon. if i'm if i'm this guy and then i'm also uh, i'm or no i'm sorry if i'm a spartan watching this guy talk he's talking about the king when he was a little boy no. and then he's going all the way up into the battle from last year like it just <laughs> is not it's not really rallying me like get to the point like I don't know. It, no, fair. I fair that, enough. That's where I I'm definitely at. get that. And then he's apparently leading the entire yeah, army at right? the end of the movie, which doesn't make yeah. any sense to me either. Because he's no. if he gets sent back because of his eye, he's not going to lead everybody <laughs> with still without an eye. He's telling that story to like the ten soldiers in front that can hear him, and right, everyone right. on the back's like, "Wait, what? We can't hear you. <laughs> Speak up." Yeah. And so, pretty much, we. I think my issue with the movie is actually the end. I thought that the final, like, once they're... There's a letdown. Yeah, right? Like, once they're surrounded, like, you were kind of hoping that they were going to go for it, like, one last big hurrah, but that's not really what happened. They took their shields out, and then they just died. Yeah, right? Like, like Fassbender jumps out from that, <laughs> that pile, which is sweet, Yep. and then Leonidas throws that spear, which is sweet as it... You know, slices uh, Xerxes' face. Yeah, but then after that, it's kind of like slaughter. Yeah, they're slaughtered. So, which the immortals were a real group of of Persians, and they were like their special force, and they are the ones that killed them. And but, they're still around oh, really? today. <laughs> are they the Highlanders? They are. You can find their immortals. <laughs> no, the immortals. It's a League of so. Legends team. Uh, <laughs> but what I also found interesting in comparing what really happened to them in the movie. So in the movie, you know, the the arrows shoot down and they kill everyone, including Leonidas. But in real life. Leonidas got decapitated. Oh, I'm Ooh. sure he did. And they shoved his body on a cross yep. and marched that thing oh, back yeah. to the ship. Hey, which did... I feel like would have been more fitting to this movie, right? <laughs> Ooh, did he get decapitated by that weird giant that they showed that had like sword hands who like cut the oh, and yeah. he had sword, a wavy, wavy like blade wings? Yeah, like <laughs> the grotesque like, blade thing, wing man. That was the thing I didn't remember about this movie. <laughs> no, Just I didn't like the that weird part. stuff. Like they also at one part show, and it doesn't seem to be a man in costume, but like a goat man playing like. Yeah. Yes, a flute. Yeah, so what what was with the goat, man? A satyr is a freaking. <laughs> it's, it's a reverse satyr because satyrs have like human heads. <laughs> what? Where did the inspiration and design for that character come from? Goatman. Yes. I don't know. It In looked. 2007? It looked like it was somebody from the Moss Eisley Cantina. Uh, I no, don't know, it, uh, it's a specific person. Oh, oh specific I have no person? idea. Uh huh. Like a person or an an, like an animal? What do you mean? Like who designed the character? Who created that character? Frank Oz? I don't I have no know. Idea. It was Zack Snyder's tattoo artist. Oh, God. <laughs> it was so That's out hilarious. of place where he was playing guitar. <laughs> was it out of place, though, based on yeah, how the rest of the movie ex- was? I, I, I was like, like eh, sure, there's like, a goat okay, playing guitar. The, the Hunchback scene's coming up. What the hell is this black goat doing <laughs> yeah. playing guitar? It was, oh, it's the blade. And then that, and then, and then the blade arm dude yeah. who's like smiling the whole time like he's having a great old time <laughs> when his arms literally look infected with like teeth blades. Yeah, it was, it was, it was that, that kind of stuff to me was like 
It I don't know. This time, yeah, it took me out of the movie a little bit. Whereas, like, I get they were trying to show that, like, his, like, empire was all these different and weird and odd things. Yeah. But it was it was a bit much. It was. Okay. Also, there, I just, there was this guy with a really long whip who had a sick mustache. <laughs> it was the mustache that went into sideburns. And, but the middle part of his mustache was shaved away. So there were like big, hairy whiskers. It was good luck. You should adopt it. I honestly might. Right before oh, the be wedding. One other thing. <laughs> there you go. One other Your thing. fiance would love that. Yeah, she would. One other thing I wanted to mention, though, and this is another thing that kind of bugged me, is like when the hunchback is selling him out. And like he's like, oh, I'll accept you as my god and all this stuff. One of his requests is is that he wants a costume. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then like, they show him at the end wearing the costume. It's like this stupid, like it's, it's like a dunce hat. It's like, like, he's wants to be a belly dancer. Is what I, was like, like, what? I had a note that was like, that's the costume you asked for. I thought he was gonna want like a Spartan something, you know. But it's uh, like it's some weird dunce hat, like cape, and it's like all right, and like a veil. It was very oh, weird. God. But. I, I, I do want to ask, and I know we're wrapping this part up, but do, do you guys think there was way too much slow mo? It yes. was a style. It, it, it was, was something style, like I knew there was slow mo in the film, but it did kind of it dragged on the movie. I don't know if it necessarily dragged on, but I think it's kind of what you said. It kind of like took me out of it. Like yeah. it was just it was becoming too much. Yes. Yeah, I did I, notice that. I definitely this time through, like, I don't think it, it, I noticed it when I first saw it, but this time I was kind of like, all right, Zack Snyder, I get it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. That's, uh, that was that's my, one well, of my biggest And that's kind of how it ended. You know, we just, it, it wasn't that climatic of an ending besides they're no, all you, killed. You, you and... had your highs in your bigger battles when they, before yeah. they started dying yeah. off. Because yeah. it, it ends with them all getting killed and then kind of like we said, that scene of like, we're going to battle the Persians, but now we have 10,000 Spartans and, like, 300,000, like, free Greek Greek men or whatever, and yeah. they're all this giant, and they're going to go fight the Persians. That's the end. Yeah. Which, I guess, I haven't seen. You and I talked about this, Chops. I guess there's the, the 300, 300 Rise of the Empire. 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 Yeah, but which it's I guess actually, it's a prequel. Well, from what I was reading, it, it jumps back and forth. Oh, so okay. it, it talks about the naval battle that I talked yeah, about. The guys in blue. But then it also does the, the Battle of Plataea, which is at the end of oh, 300. I, oh, I haven't yeah. seen it. So, I, I, but I haven't seen it. I've never so. seen it either. So anyway, next it makes me want to see it now. Yeah. But, Interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's it in a nutshell. I think we got the plot done pretty good. Yeah. All right, so you guys want to rate this thing? Sure. Do you have a role reversal? Oh, do you have a Oh, role? I do. I do, actually. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. Why it's am a, I the very, one keeping everybody on track? It's not a very big one. It's I just, For Queen, uh, Queen yeah. Gorgo, uh, Sienna Miller. Oh, okay. She'd be fine. Maybe. I don't know who that yeah. is. And uh, Sylvia Kolaka. I don't even know who that is. I don't is. know who that is either. I'm sure she'd be great. Sounds great. <laughs> yep. Okay. This sounds Greek to me. Oh! <laughs> Let's go. We're ready to rate this. End the show. All right. Did you want to hit it one more time? No, Sloppy Chops, oh, you're up. Okay. Uh, so, seeing this movie for the first time, I remember how I felt. Like, it was gory, it was action-packed, it was a Greek story, but with a modern telling, and I love my history and uh, stories of, like, gods and, and, and all that kind of stuff from Greek and Roman history. But watching this one, it seemed a little, f like, faded to me. It, it, it seemed of its time... When it was made, the slow-mo scenes kind of took me out of it. It was just enough weirdness in the movie that pulled me out of it. And those political scenes were useless to me. 
Uh, Gerard Butler was awesome. Like that was his <laughs> mm-hmm. best role, I think, by far. Fastbender was a sleeper at the time. It was his first film, yep. and he was amazing in it. And every Spartan that had like a speaking or talking role were, was great. I really, really enjoyed all the acting and the dialogue. Um, but it just, it just seemed a little. It, it, I got a bit of nostalgia from it, which wasn't good. It wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for this movie, I kind of want to give it a three and a half. Um, I, I I think I would have given this a four or four and a half when I saw it the first time, but now looking at it in different eyes, I'm I'm, I'm right there at a three and a half. Okay, I'll go next. Uh, I like this movie a lot. I enjoyed it. Um, I forgot how much I liked it. Um, you're right. The political stuff is BS, and it didn't need to be there. Uh, but overall, it's a very watchable movie, and there's a lot of really great stuff in it. And I think the stuff that's the stuff that's good is really, really good. And the stuff that's bad is definitely not great. Um, I think you're I think you're pretty right on I, I, at three and a half. Um, I agree with that. Um, but I want to give it a four, but I can't find a good reason to. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think I, I, you're right. I really want to give this movie a four, but I think upon a rewatch, it's one of those ones where the bad stuff weighs more heavily than I originally remember it. Mm-hmm. So three and a half. I, I actually completely agree with both of you. What? I I want to give it a four, <laughs> but I there there was just too many things that I noticed upon a second rewatch that I think b- brings it down to that three and a half. Um, you're right. The slow motion was a little bit much. Um, it needed more action. Needed a little. It, I thought it was a little slow. Um, I mean, it was late when I watched it the first <laughs> time, but I fell asleep. Okay, LBJ. So I know, right? <laughs> Um, so I had to finish watching it the next morning, actually. Um, it, it took a little bit longer than I thought to get into it. Um, I am going to give it a four, though. I mean, when I, when I think <laughs> yeah. back to just how beautiful that movie is and how well done the dialogue is, and I'm Greek, and I liked the way the story was told. And you love it, those abs. And I <laughs> love those abs. I'm going to give it a four. It's a four machine gun for me. Um, you know, I I feel like I mean, Chops really summed up my opinion on this pretty 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 succinctly. Uh, I, I it feels kind of dated watching it to me. Like I it wasn't as exciting watching this time out. Uh, the slow motion really stood out to me. Some of the non-fighting subplot stuff was not super interesting. It seemed longer than it needed to be, and obviously some of that is because of like we talked about some of the scenes that don't need to be in there. Um, so I, I, I think I'm right with, with, uh, with, uh, you guys at 3.5. I probably going into this was at a three, but this discussion, especially all your historical facts kind of helped change me around a little bit. So I'm going to go with the 3.5. Yeah. That really helped me kind of place this with everything else around it at the time. So thank you for the history. No, I, and you know what? Sincerely, thank you. Because I knew that they said this was full of like historical inaccuracies and it's nice to kind of get the real picture. Cause I definitely didn't want to do the research myself. No. Oh, yeah. It's boring. <laughs> you guys are so nice. I wasn't too boring. No. No, no. Oh, good. LPJ is not said anything, though. <laughs> yeah, there, there's LPJ for you. I will say, Dude. like, <laughs> this did make me want to go watch the Spartacus series. 
Oh. Have you guys watched the Spartacus series? No. I've not. seen an no? episode here or there. The first, the first season is great. Is it? Really good. He's Roman. Though. There is some dong in it, which is not fun. <laughs> I will say that. So Ugh, the episode I saw had a lot of dong in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of thought there was yeah. dong in this movie, but there ended up not being any. There was boob. Mm. but There was weird boob. <laughs> like, there was weird <laughs> boob. Weird boob. Uh, I, I want to say two things. My final wrap up on this. <laughs> is it okay? about dongs? One at one point, that guy who gets decapitated. Oh, the the son. The son. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which like, how did he not hear that horse? How did that uh, horse sneak up on him? I felt like that that couldn't happen. The battle. Uh, I'd also be remiss if I didn't mention uh, that our uh, friend of the podcast Jody was once at a Michigan State football game. Yeah. Where uh, Jerry Butts was there in person on the field, and he asked, you know, Spartans, "What is your profession?" Uh, and yeah. said, uh, "This went, is Sparta." Yeah. They went, "Ooh." Yeah, as so. a yeah, Wolverine, and, and Tom, that makes me want to throw Tom up. Tom Izzo actually dressed up as a Spartan once. I know that during yeah. a halftime, uh, I think performance. And I know, like Mark D'Antonio would show clips of the movie yep. all the time. And it was like the biggest like, oh, thing. Right, Spartan football. Let's never mind. Yeah, I was about it, to say inappropriate. It was things. it was the biggest thing for MSU when it came out. <laughs> oh, it, yeah. it literally it's in, still big. They still in, do all that I know stuff. in Wikipedia sure there is a note about how significant of an effect it was. Yeah, there's a there's a guy that I see who works out at Planet Fitness and he has a Spartan Michigan State Spartan shirt and it's got the Spartan on the front and on the back it says tonight we dine in hell. So. Yeah. Which that was another line except uh, literally that they said except for he said tonight we dine in Hades. Mm. Yes, of hell. I did see that, yeah. I yeah. thought that was cool. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, so yeah. I think we got it. I think so. We do have our hero bracket that we got to get an update on. So here's that. Welcome to the Last Action Podcast Action Hero Bracket Final Four. That's right. Only four contestants remain. Finally, we're near the end. We've got three more weeks to go. The first of the two semifinal matchups is John Wick versus Batman. Keanu Reeves against Christian Bale. This is going to be one for the ages. So get your votes in, get them in on Facebook, get them in on Twitter, and definitely get them in on Patreon. Pay that pay that $1 a month, get your extra vote. They absolutely count, especially now, um, because there's there's really not much time left. So uh, so get your votes in. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you next week with the second semifinal. Man, I don't know which way that vote is going to go. <laughs> that, that is craziness. That's going to be a, I, I, I might as well not have even heard that. My I'm nipples are so hard. Sweating <laughs> oh, over boy. here. That's going to be a tough one to looking call. at LPJ's nipples right now. <laughs> oh, man. Like, hey, funny story. In high school, his nickname was... Uh, sweaty well, nipples? No. <laughs> yes, sweaty nipples. Hey, sweaty nipples. It's good to see you. It doesn't really have roll a off. sandwich. It doesn't roll off the tongue, but I mean, it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> As they used to call me. Good old sweaty, sweaty nipples. nipples. Sweaty uh, nips. All right. Sweaty nipples. <laughs> nips. I like that. Anyway, uh, Chops. <laughs> yes, sir. So we are part of the GameZilla Media Network. Wait, wait, really? We are. How did you do that? Well, you got me into this mess. That's right, I did. You did. So what other things are you a part of here at GameZilla? So for me, I am a part of two shows, potentially, um, depending on where we're at with no, Noobs and Dragons. Maybe just one at this point. One at this point? All right. So on, I was a former member of the Noobs and Dragons podcast, which comes out on Wednesdays. It's your D&D podcast for everything you want to hear about. Craig WK talking about his 
screwed up mind in the world of <laughs> D&D and tormenting people, as well as the Legend of Retro podcast on Thursdays where myself, Craig WK, The Glitch, and Xander talk about retro video games. And we've had you on there. We've had LPJ. We have yet to have Hovercraft Joe, which we should probably talk about at some point. Yeah. Um, but I, I have a great idea for a game that I would like to talk is about. It, is it James Pond? No, but that'd be a good one. We already did that one, I think. (laughs) Um, But yeah, if you're looking for that kind of content, you can go to gamezillamedia.com. You can find it there or on your favorite podcast app. Would you like me to keep going? I yeah. mean, you're doing a great job. Bring us I home, could, man. I bring us so home. On Go. Tuesdays, we have the GameZilla podcast, which is your current gaming news from Grimlock and Deadite, as well as we have on Sundays the Noiseland Arcade, where Craig WK and the Arcade Phantom talk to you about Simpsons. So they're going episode by episode, talking about their favorite television series. Wow. Great plugs. Well done, Chops. Thank you. I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> and we are on Mondays. So can't forget that. And if you want to help out the GameZilla Media, uh, go on to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, and you can help us out monthly, either a dollar a month or $5 a month, and you get all of these uh, additional perks, including we do an extra show every month. Legend of Retro does an extra show every month. Yep, Game Shark. I know Noiseland Arcade does some extra stuff too. You know, LPJ Ludes are on there. So if you're looking for some sexy photos of LPJ and his sweaty nips, (laughs) yeah, you want to see some sweaty nip photos on Patreon. (laughs) Oh boy. We really need to end this, Uh, don't we? No, but go on there. It really helps us keep the shows alive and bring you additional content. Yeah. I got some lewds right here. Sphinx, his shorts are riding up right now. Oh, no. It's, it's, there's a cool lot of fun. I can see it. I can see it. Oh, well, you're not, you're not you're, wrong. No, not, not, I, don't know, I don't know what happened over here. Yeah. <laughs> they were oh. like, this you is, are wait, this talking is, about. This it's like I'm Greece sitting next anymore. to John Stockton. It's yeah. terrible. No. This is, you're not in Greece there, Nick. <laughs> like they were, Sphinx, put them away. You might as well have been wearing like a bikini brief. Listen, my time in Greece, I found out, you know, it's always been weird for people to realize like how much my family doesn't wear clothing it's pretty after, normal there after being in greece it all makes perfect sense <laughs> so you got sweaty nips i'm showing you my bulge oh, we're all okay. good okay well let's end this <laughs> well on that note <laughs> this, this episode action podcast has been terminated but will be back this is sparta